Happy Wednesday, everybody. Welcome to Fuel the Conversation, RCC's podcast. My name is Freddie, and join with me is Kyle. Kyle, how are things going? And it's been a while since we've done one of these. It has. I mean, wow. Uh, I've spent 87 nights on the road this year, flown 60,000 miles, installed 135 mogul units, and attended multiple trade shows and NPGA benchmarking groups. That's it? So that's it. Oh, yeah, I mean, that's... It sounds like you have plenty of time synopsis. to work on this. I mean, I, you, of course, do, Freddie. <laughs> I, I bet you spent nearly maybe a couple of fewer nights on the road but you spent a lot of time on the road a lot of flying this year it has it's, been busy it's been busy but it's been so much fun yes. you know i I'll, I'll say that and my wife will then now yell at me i get to say that now too my wife your wife my wife will yell at me a bit because she made the comment well i've kind of been a single mom here at home and that's the sacrifices that we kind of make to to propel you know what we're doing forward and to get our name out there to to inform users to uh, talk to our current customer base to talk to potential customer base it has just been so much fun you know i'm loving it yeah my wife could use me at home a couple more days but she she as well just kind of she loves that that fact that we're out there and we're we're doing stuff here. yeah it has, it has been busy and, and you know not only busy with just rcc but out above that you know i've i've helped get holly on the pack steering committee um jess is now part of the uh, events and, and uh, planning committee for Women of Propane Council. I've been doing podcasts called Through the Leadership Lens uh, by the Women in Propane Council. So it's been really busy and we've got to meet a lot of great people, um, have a lot of good conversations with people outside of Bird Island and uh, attending the board of directors meetings and committee meetings and NPGA benchmarking council meetings. It's, it's been a roller coaster of a year. And prior to this year, we would rely on our user base to kind of provide us with information about what's happening. And I think one of the awesome things that I've noticed in going to the benchmarking, going to the, the board meetings, involving ourselves more with the NPGA is we're getting information that I feel we are now responsible for sharing with our user base because you know we have this unique opportunity where we can kind of go to these and and not we have multiple staff right. that can attend these. <clears throat> so if me or Freddie or Jess or Abby, Care Holly or Susie can attend, we have people that are willing to step in there and say, "Yep, I would like to attend that. I'd like to go there and learn information and bring back." And that's kind of what this platform allows us to do with the with the uh, Fuel the Conversation podcast is not only talk about the industry, but inform people that might not have been able to go to those of some of the bits of information that we hear to say, hey, look out for this, or did you know this was a trend that's coming out? Or, hey, this is a brand new little thing out there that you that might benefit you in your company, not necessarily RCC, but make you more productive, you more efficient, or give you a little bit of a warning to say, hey, I might need to do something here coming up. Right. And I think that's what we're here to talk about today is Freddie and Holly and Susie attended that board meeting and there was a big heavy discussion. What was that discussion on Freddie? Yeah, so the big the big discussion was a, a possible um, a rail strike and, and with that propane shortage and with that uh, the amount of uh, propane they plan on exporting to different countries and and, 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 the, and the concept of the whole story was plan, plan, plan. And, you know, there's no crystal ball. I know the uh, president said that a few times. We don't have a, a crystal ball to say this is what's going to happen. Um, but plan for a possible shortage. And when I brought that back 
to the team, I said, that's one piece of information, but what can we do as a software company to make sure our, our listeners can gear up for this? Not only you know start to hedge um, and check with their suppliers, but what can they do inside of our system? What can they do within RCC to kind of gear up for a possible shortage? And, and some of those topics we're going to be covering right now are, are budgeting, contracts, you know, forecasting, efficiencies, prices. There's just so many things inside of RCC that you can start to do. And, and I'll start off with the first one of forecasting and efficiencies because my favorite part of RCC. And you might think, well, forecasting all deliveries doesn't seem like it's going to help me with the shortage. Well, it is if you're making sure you know what your the future forecasting is going to be. And within RCC, you have the ability at any time to say, go out two, three, four weeks and say, how much propane am I going to be delivering to fill my current customers up? You know, use that tool. Don't just say who needs delivery next week, but use the tool of future forecasting. I just had a conversation with a customer yesterday about this and and he said i'm going to start doing that so i know i have enough propane in my storage tanks to be sure that i can continue to fill those locations up and and you know you want to you know maximize those loads as well by making sure you're dropping that optimal drop and not just going out there at 60 percent or 50 percent so there's a lot of good tools inside of RCC when it comes to forecasting and efficiency to make sure that you're delivering that right amount of propane and forecasting out that future drop. And there's a couple different ways you can kind of catch some of those. One, uh, very important to look at right now, if you haven't yet and you're kind of getting towards the end of that season where you're going to get a little too busy to start analyzing some of this, but the quality and fit report, yep. making sure you're trusting what the percentage is on certain accounts so that you know if they're at 20% and I don't have enough to, to possibly get those people, maybe I can run them down to 10%. And that, that's a scary thing to talk about. But I, I pull that from a real-life example of a customer that was a long-term RCC user. I'm talking 25-plus years in our system. And he worked for multiple different companies. And one of the companies he worked at... He really trusted the data that was given to him. He did a little bit of cleanup, but he said when there was a shortage about six, seven years ago where prices spiked really high, they couldn't get loads in to, to meet the demand of the customers out there, he ran his degree day customers down to 10% because he trusted the data, he trusted the system, he trusted the forecasting. He ran those guys down to 10% because he just didn't have enough to get everybody. So using that priority and trusting the percentages that were coming in allowed him to bridge the gap between his loads that were coming into his storage facilities and meet the demand of his customers by not going out to somebody that's at 20% and leaving them for an extra week. Mm -hmm. So that's a, that's a huge thing. That's one. The, the other one to really pay attention to is your posting reports. Those are telling you if your percentages at time of delivery are higher or lower than a, a certain threshold, and that threshold is held in a table. So if you want that threshold to be 10%, plus or minus 10%, we're gonna print those customers on your report. If you really have fine-tuned your data, whether that's been a long-term plan of yours and you're there, or whether that's been a summer project that you accomplished, you can get that down to say, I only wanna see the customers plus or minus 5%. Or if 10% is too much, 15. Yep. You know, the default's 10. But those two reports there, are instrumental in am I delivering to the correct customers one and two 
am I making sure that I'm getting out there at the correct percentages I want to get out there at? Yeah, and a lot of customers will tell me that's great on schedules, but what about all my will calls? What about my customers that you know are not on this keep fill program? What do we do with them? And and, and my and my answer to that is scheduled will call. Get them on a schedule. Um, you can actually let RCC forecast and schedule all that next delivery, but leave the will call flag on the account. So now what you're doing is you're telling the system schedule this out. Tell me when they meet that minimum threshold, but flag it so that way I need to contact them, send them a text, send them an email, you know, find out a way to contact the customer to say, Dear John Doe, our system shows you're at 20%, call in. Because now what you can do with Dispatch Manager is not only see how many gallons you're forecasting out on your scheduled deliveries, but you can just concentrate on those scheduled will call to say, do I have enough propane to hit all of my manual call-ins as well? If they all call in at one time. And that, that's a big piece. The other piece that I always say is use the history that you have in the system. Go back and run a delivery history report or a history report to get out all of the gallons that you delivered last year. And if you're expecting a growth this year, factor that in. That, mm-hmm. that should be able to help you predict, you know, what I've used last year. Am I going to be on pace this year or am I expecting some growth? Do I have new accounts? Are you are you taking five new accounts on a month? We'll factor that into those numbers. That should help you in, in getting, uh, predicting what gallons you're going to use this upcoming year. And if you need to maybe pack some of those storage facilities a little bit more and have some, some of that uh, product and cost already inside of your warehouses, to be able to say I'm ready mm-hmm. and so you're not in January and there's a rail strike and you can't get the product you need to fulfill deliveries that are on your plate so that's what uh, my, my uncle Mike just came and talked to us uh, a couple weeks ago he said that he has filled nearly all of his storage facilities kind of in preparation that I might not be able to get something I need if the strike happens in November or you know they've already pushed it off once mm-hmm. so they postponed the strike once and if you go online and read about this, you know, it, all it is, it, it put postponed to a future meeting. When we yep. talk about, you know, unions and, and strikes and different things like that, they just postponed it for a while. It doesn't only impact the propane industry either. This is a railway strike that could potentially have impact on us. But this is going to impact everything if this really does happen. And Mike really prepped for it. He said, you know... I'm gonna I'm gonna assume I'm not gonna get a delivery if this happens because he gets a majority of his by railway. They do have a transport, but a majority of, of our product here in Bird Island, Minnesota comes from the railways. And he said, I'm gonna assume that I'm not gonna get this for this period of time. And he looked historically and said, This is what we've used in the past. I'm gonna multiply that by a certain percentage. And this is what I would like to carry into that time in my storage facilities. And he plans on the usage too, like in, in this area, it's corn drying. So the last thing you want to do is run out of product for these corn dryers. And so he's making sure he has enough product for that and for our harsh winters. So sometimes it can be hard to kind of juggle, you know, what am I going to save this product for? What variation? What what am I the usage? You know, what am I going to what am I going to hold this propane for? Is it going to be for the the corn drying for the home heat or wherever? It, you know, across the U.S., there's all different types of use for propane. So, with the shortage of propane, now it becomes a price with inflation, and now you need to start planning. Okay, now what do I do? So, if we do have a shortage of propane, is the cost going to go up? So, within RCC, 
we have a couple ways to help with cost. One is budget and one is a contract. So Kyle, if you want to start with the contract piece, what should our listeners and viewers know about our contracts? You know, whether it's using it with accounts payable or using it with accounts receivable. Yeah, so there's there's a couple things. First of all, I'm gonna start with setting up a contract. You know, there's a couple different ways you can set contracts up to kind of help hedge some of these uh, contracts that you have out there and also, you know, making sure that you're gonna have enough uh, available when these come due. One of the things that we've introduced in RCC and it's been, oh man, years and years and years is deposits on contracts. And we have seen these a trend of people using deposits more when they're building contracts, instead of doing 100% pre-buy, going through and saying, we're gonna take 10, 10 cents down a gallon. And you can build that deposit into the contract. And then on top of that, then you can add in your 100% pre-buy if you want, or leave that out there. The mobile invoice handles it beautifully. Mm-hmm. It'll tell the customer, this is how much of the deposit was applied, and this is how much you owe on top of that. So that's a, that's a huge uh, way to kind of, um, hedge some of these contracts that are out there is using the deposit logic on contracts within RCC. And not all your customers not, might not have 100% down. Yep. So this is a great way to say, just give me 25% of it. Yep. The other thing that we do within RCC is you can you can use a price code on a contract. So you can you can try to, to predict what the worst price is gonna be and say I'm gonna lock you in at this higher price, but don't worry, you're gonna get the you're gonna get your delivery at the current market rate. So if you if you do a contract for three dollars a gallon, you can tell the customer, hey, if my if I if our price for propane for residential this uh, this week is a dollar seventy nine, we're gonna charge a dollar seventy nine on your contract. We can do a max price. Yeah. on that contract and that price code. So if you go in and ever update that price and the price all of a sudden went above $3 and $3 and you put the price at $3.10, the max cap on that price is gonna say, we're only charging three bucks on this contract. Mm-hmm. So that's another way just to kind of predict and help out on your contracts to say, this is the max we're gonna do. You'll never pay above that. You know, if they pay it all down, they might wind up with a credit at the end of the year. And I don't think anyone is ever upset about saying we have a credit on our account. So, you know, that is something to keep in mind that you might wind up with credits at the end of the year. There's cleanup programs that'll clean all that up for you and apply to correct general ledger accounts and apply correctly onto the customer account so they have that credit that then could apply towards other balances they have. Mm -hmm. So, you know, just in contract setup, there's so many different things that we can do or other providers. If you're listening to us and you're not using RCC, go and talk to your other providers about if you've done contracts the same way for 15 years and this year is just you're worried about things, go and talk. They might have made a change in 15 years. There might be a better uh, procedure that they can implement. They might have a switch or right. a setting that they can set up that says, here, handle it this way instead. Right. And 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 you're right. There's there's so many different variations of a way you can use a contract. And the, and the best way to make sure you're utilizing it is just ask. Yep. So, our nat- so I'm going to talk a little bit about budgets. And, and it's funny that this came up. We just got our natural gas bill this month, and it's not the budget we signed up for years ago. It went up, but we knew it was coming up. And the letter explained that that you know with inflation and and, and the natural gas and um, everything else that our budget amount that we have to put away per month now just increased. With RCC budgets, the traditional way was you know collect budget payment eleven months, clean it up in the twelfth month. Great. And then we have now um, continuous budgets where you still collect 11 or 10 months, you still have your cleanup month, 
but RCC has the ability to spin through history, um, key in the, to the system what the increase is going to be, send out a letter or email that says this is going to be the new budget amount based on what we're projecting, and we just roll you right over to the new budget. Well, with inflation and in the middle of the winter when things change, you have to be able to change as well. The $100 you're collecting each, each month might not cover it. The $75 you're collecting each month, it might not be covering it. So within RCC and other software companies, they should have the ability to relook at your budget customers, recalculate the new budget amount based on the way the price is increasing. And when you do that, you have to have the ability to communicate with your customer, whether it's an email or a letter saying, Due to price increase, your budget payment went from 75 to 85, and this is some information why. And with an RCC, you can do that. So make sure that come November, come December, come January, if you see a price increase, call fuel support, call your favorite fuel support, call RCC. We have tools to help generate a new letter to your budget customers and um, also a, a tool to increase that budget payment very fluid, very seamless to say changes are happening, here's that new budget payment. And you may have to use that this year based on what's happening. And we even have, leading up to that, reports you can run to analyze and make sure that your budget customers and the amount you set in the fall is satisfying the amount of deliveries they're receiving so far this year and what your current prices are. So if you have somebody out there that has a very, very high balance and their payments just are not eating away at that balance, you can see how many months it's gonna take them to pay that off. If they're behind on it, you can look at what their current budget amount is that they're paying and really help analyze and say, do we have a, a fundamental problem with our budgets right now based off the price that's out there? So we have to change across the board or are we hitting one-offs? You know, mm -hmm. Freddie Riddler just all of a sudden upped his usage and I got to look at Freddie Riddler individually instead of what we're doing as a company, which is very crucial because if you rise them across, raise them across the board, you know, everybody's going to get that change, you know, yeah. so that, that could be a big shock where you don't want to base that change off of just Freddie Riddler and his usage that he's doing this. Year. Yes, exactly. And now when you have these contract customers and you have these budget customers, I get asked this question, can I just see those customers on a map? When I'm, when I'm in dispatch manager and I'm forecasting out deliveries, I wanna just see those contract customers, the, the, the people that we promised product to, I wanna see them. Or my customers that are on a budget plan. Yes, the answer is yes. It's, you, can, you can use dispatch manager, manager now and filter down by category. So if you're using contract categories, budget categories on those types of customers, you can actually use a filter to say, today I only wanna see customers that have a budget category. And if you would like more information about all this, again, just reach out to your favorite fuel support. Um, if it has anything to do with dispatching, ask for a dispatcher. You know, in RCC, we have a dispatch team. Um, so just make sure you do this now and don't wait until November, December. If there's anything that you feel like you need to plan for, now's the time to do it. Just like Kyle said with the quality of fit report, you know, start start seeing if you have any customers that are not, you know, inefficient. And the way to find that is to run those quality of fit reports. Yep. The last thing we want anybody to do is run a customer out. You know, that's that's the the big no no. Is if you're on a keep full, we don't want to run you out. Yep. 
So one of the caveats with that, Freddie had mentioned contract categories. You know, you can filter out by category. For current RCC users out there, we now have the ability, and this has been for about a year and a half, that we have a switch that regardless of what the category is on their location, you can use a contract category that you set up on the contract and say, use this category instead. And it allows you to kind of filter out some of those deliveries or in your reporting, you can kind of now uh, separate out what your regular residential uh, LP or fuel or whatever category that is, separate that out from here's the contracting category. There are have been reports forever in RCC of contract reports and other things like that. This is just one more way to kind of filter out and group and organize your data so that you can look at different reports to kind of get those things out. Yep, great ideas, good comments, good stories, good suggestions. Always just trying to reach out to our customers. You know, anything we hear when we go to these uh, meetings, we try to bring back and, and filter it down to the, the customers of RCC. Yep. So hopefully, you know, everybody out there has an amazing winter. We already have uh, had a couple below 40 days here in Minnesota. We saw our first snowfall, snowfall here in already, Minnesota. Yep. So we're hoping that we're sending some of that cold weather to wherever you're listening from and your customers are using product and you're gonna have an amazing winter and come around spring. We can have those fun conversations when we see everybody face to face again in the Southeast shows, the trade shows, our customer seminar, and everybody had an amazing, productive, profitable winter. Yep. Thanks, Kyle. Thank you for joining Kyle and Freddie's podcast, Fuel the Conversation. A podcast for fuel people by fuel people. We really hope you enjoyed today's topics and you found them interesting. And we hope that you pulled some value out of our conversation today. To hear more podcasts from Kyle, myself, and special guests, you can catch us on Spotify, Amazon Music, or the iTunes Store. To find out more information on RCC, you can visit our website, www.rccbi.com. You can also find us on Facebook under Rural Computer Consultants, also under LinkedIn under Rural Computer Consultants, or go ahead and give us a follow on Twitter at rccinc79. If you'd like to contact us directly, email us at sales at rccbi.com. This is Kyle signing off. And this is Freddie. Until next time.